Kiora, hello and hello. Welcome to a special edition of the Chewy Journal podcast, recorded live at the East Global Istanbul Hackathon. In this episode, I bring you exclusive interviews with the brilliant minds who won scholarships from the Takeoff Web3 program and are building exciting projects here. Join me now to dive into their inspiring ventures and creations and learn about their fascinating Web3 journeys. I'm Juanpi, I'm from Argentina, I'm working right now on Talent Protocol and I'm studying system engineering. I'm a web free social DJ and I can say I'm super into how blockchain can be used on human interactions, not only for economic incentives. So yeah, trying to work on that, develop that, and I think web free social will be onboarding the next billion users. My web free journey started on 2014, but calm down. It was because my uncle was a software engineer and it was that moment when Bitcoin was uh, appearing on newspaper like once a year. So my grandma always asked, what the fuck is Bitcoin? And my uncle explained, well, this uh, digital currency, all that kind of stuff. And I was super young and I was listening in the background. So that was my first contact to Bitcoin. Of course, I didn't buy any Bitcoin if though I weren't be here right now, but that was my first contact. Then after I finished secondary school, started university, I started digging a bit more, buying my first cryptos, and well, I felt in love with this technology, and like a little snowball that became a big, big snowball, here I am, here I landed, in the other part of the continent, on Istanbul. For this hackathon, I'm building something called Builder Score. It's a great way to identify actual builders on this ecosystem. Nowadays, there are a lot of shit talkers out there, people with a lot of followers on social media, a lot of blog posts, all that kind of stuff that they think they are builders or they seem to appear builders. But when the time comes, their lack of experience, their lack of skills, and it's well seen. So we're not solving this problem, but we are trying to help. We are a big filter. We are fetching on-chain and off-chain data from all users. So we can try to develop a score from them and we'll try to help the whole ecosystem. For other young and talented people like you, what's your advice to help them get into Web3 world? My experience is trying and getting out from your comfort zone. You need to to be to take risk, right? Like in anything online, I mean, high risk, high reward, low risk, low reward. So yeah, you should need to to get out of your comfort zone, go talk with people, explore, search, try. Super important to try because. We learn from practice, not from theory. So, yeah, that's my best advice I can give, not only to young people, but for everyone. First of all, thank you. Uh, my name is Simon Puebla. I work as a, as a senior business builder, both for Build and Tritemius. Tritemius is a Web3 venture builder. And also I bought a project on the side as Blurred Future is a crypto merge and some other stuff going on. The reason I got into Web3 
a while ago, like 2017, with a blockchain for dummies book that my dad gave to me, being like, Oi, can you explain this to me? Uh, and I did it, and I got hooked, and ever since I've been there, doing a lot of shit in the meantime, and uh, trying with different projects. And this hackathon, what we're doing is basically we, we, we realize that uh, journalists are pretty much unprotected. Those that actually want to investigate a case that might compromise their life uh, because they're investigating a mafia case or something related to gender, for example, uh, in, in countries where this is a conflict, if they want to receive all the benefits of actually posting it and becoming more famous, let's say, they might face a lot of, a lot of problems with it um, because there is malicious actors on the side. So what we're using is we're leveraging uh, CK technology on Aztec, putting it together with, a, with a, a playing around with Lens as well in order to, to build uh, this way of, of anonymity for, for journalists and also allow, allowing for new monetization uh, options for them so they can mint, actually, they can post their stories in a marketplace and this can be minted by different newspapers. So how do you see this project scale? In the future, do you think there's a wide implications for other type of the people? Well, uh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, everybody is potentially a creator, and everybody can potentially target a topic that can be complicated or can be controversial or can uh, damage somebody's uh, identity. So we might feel encouraged to create um, from an anonymous point of view. And it's an interesting, maybe shouldn't be the law, but could should be the option, right? Uh, if you want, don't want to expose yourself, but you will still want to create and get all the, all the rewards and benefits that come with it, you should be able to, and everything can happen within, uh, because, sorry, because your, your profile can be linked to a credential that redirects everything to your profile. So I know you've been involved with a lot of hackathons. So what's this one different from others? What do you enjoy most about this Istanbul hackathon? I mean, this has been insane, man. It's just that EV Global is like a different league. You got a lot of stuff to do. There's a lot of options. You can even get massages and stuff. So it's just like an incredible thing. And like also, you can see it in the quality of the people and how, well, of course, how you treat it, but also how like the amount, the level of the competitors that we have here in the in the hackathon. It's just incredible because you know that the projects that are gonna be submitted can be changing the the way things are at the moment because real real projects can come up here and grow to, to different levels. They actually said that the projects that have been born in ETH Globals have raised more than 300, 400 million already. So my name is Anastasia. I'm originally from Russia and I've been living in Berlin for three years. Uh, together with my teammate Georgi, uh, who is also from Berlin. Our project is called Branch Club and it's a networking app for professionals. It's not just for crypto, but for any kinds of professionals. We are using AI to make random matching for people. And what's actually the main difference is that uh, after the meeting, you can endorse user skill. For example, you can, if uh, user, when registered, uh, he mentions that he's interested in crypto or maybe in uh, socials. After the meeting with the person, you can endorse any skills of each other, mm -hmm. and these skills and are, will be stored on chain. And it's basically just fun up for networking. But after, while you do this random coffee chat, you're also building your reputation on chain, which can be transferred anywhere. But if you skip the meeting or if you will be 
will be ghosting a person, uh, you will be penalized and it's also will be stored on chain so it's only for serious people to network what inspired you to build this product uh, i'm actually using similar app <laughs> in, uh, for web 2 networking yes and i find it's very cool because i met so many people i i see i think that it's cool to bring it on chain because uh, i already had maybe 30 meetings and also with lots of people i've met and i also like to talk about crypto and I think it would be cool if my this social history of connections and endorsement of my skill this will be transferred it could be transferred anywhere can you share what's your experience about this Istanbul hack zone so far yeah it's it's pretty I think as usual great food great people I've met with so many people, even with whom I I met my friend from the university, really? even yes. So and it's because it's great hub, and this friend from the university came from Dubai, so it was great like middle hub for all people around the world. So I think it's always it's great, and I'm really like the projects that I'm working on because I'm actually using similar product, mm -hmm. and I think I, I can improve with this on-chain stack. And really looking forward uh, for the judging and everything. So uh, my name is Dario. I'm 27 years old, freelance designer from Rome in Italy. I do freelance design right now. I work for like uh, three years for a startup uh, company in Rome, uh, also as a UX UI designer. And then in uh, January. I started looking around me and I started working more with the, in the Web3 space. I started collaborating with this uh, community in Rome called urbe.eth and I started understanding always a, a bit more about all the technologies and all the ideology that, that's in it. And I really like how uh, the community uh, is built because it's less on the speculation side of the uh, web3 and more on the technologies and the ideology and i really like that and i organized with them uh, the first italian web3 hackathon itrom and i was one of the, the the designers in it one of the most influential and then i uh, in the meantime i had some uh, tours around europe I went to Istanbul in uh, May, and then I went uh, I went to another event in Naples, and then I won the scholarship as you did, <laughs> and I came here, and I'm trying to build two projects. Uh, one is going really well. It's about uh, uh, kind of a social experience for a, a farcaster and uh, a lens protocol. Yeah, we're trying to build an experience based uh, around uh, Tinder-like experience, so with the swiping uh, to build a different recommendation system. Um, more around the content itself, because you, you see the content as a card. You can swipe to uh, like, uh, skip, or to super like, or this kind of concept. 
and this will mint an NFT. It's kind of like a bookmark, but we're trying to push this further around the concept of a token gated chat you can have with the, the other NFT holders of this specific uh, content. The whole experience is based off the fact that when you first see the content, it is uh, not, uh, you can't see the author of it, nor uh, the community it comes from, but you just see the content, and so you can unbiased, um, you can have an, an unbiased opinion about it. And it's kind of cool for my part because it's also a social experiment. So uh, to understand how a new approach to the, this kind of work can, uh, uh, can work. The other project is about an implementation of uh, text-to-speech and AI. People can upload a sample of their voice and get uh, an AI that can reproduce uh, every kind of text script uh, with their voice. So uh, other people can come, write a script, choose a voice from any, any per person that has uploaded, and then uh, they have to send it back to the, the, we can call it voicer, the one that uploaded the voice, and uh, uh, it has to be approved. There, there was a concept about uh, putting kind of censored words. So if you if you are uploading your voice and you don't want people swearing or saying precise stuff, you can put the censorship. But in the end, you still have to approve, and um, this will be minted as an NFT. So you can also the original concept was to have the copyright of it through the NFT. I wonder what's your philosophy behind your design work? Because you know every designer, they have their way of working. What's yours? My mentor is right now is kind of my friend. We worked together for three years. And he taught me really a lot about consistency, about in the, in the workspace also than in design. And uh, I try to always keep a, a precise workflow and to keep things organized to never lose the focus about the real point. I try to always keep the things out of my personal opinion because uh, it matters, but in the end, the, the real point is from the user perspective. And so in the last per period, uh, mostly when I got into Web3, I started mo more and more leaning into uh, the UX side. So how do things uh, work, how can we make it better, and how can we improve it. I participated in a conference here in uh, Istanbul about it, and uh, it was super interesting actually talking about best practices and uh, what, what works, what does not work, how, uh, the experience of other designers. And uh, I really like this kind of approach more than the basic visuals and uh, cool designs and trends so uh, i my 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 main goal right now is to build projects that are solid even if i have if i i can lack a little bit on the visual side but if the project actually is good it's still it's still a success on my part So my name is Felipe Macedo, I'm from Lisbon in Portugal and I'm building Talent Protocol. It's my, um, my startup that we've started 
two and a half years ago, more or less. But we also really like to participate in hackathons to build, experiment building other projects. And actually this week we just launched a side project called Builderfy. Mm -hmm. So probably that's the one that's top of mind for me yeah. right now. So Builderfy is built for builders. So people mm -hmm. that like to um, build businesses, build uh, products, build uh, interesting things. Mm -hmm. And it's a way for people to kind of monetize their knowledge, their passive knowledge. So it's, there's an incentive for people that have knowledge to share it with mm -hmm. people that need it. And there's um, like a financial layer uh, on top of it that allows for these interactions. But basically what happens is that if you want to ask someone a question, mm -hmm. and you have to buy a, a key to that person. And if you buy a key, you can see all the past questions and answers and you can ask a direct question to that person. So for example, imagine um, you yeah, imagine you can ask a private direct question to Elon Musk. Mm. What would you ask? And how much would you pay for it? Yeah. And the interesting thing is that buying a key, key is like a tradable asset, so you're not paying for a service. So means that you can then sell your key back to the market and uh, after using it to ask the question. And if that person is actually more popular or more successful after that, you can actually make money also. So you're not only getting knowledge, but you can also make money. Of course, you can also lose money because the price can yeah. come down. But still, since you also had utility and you got knowledge from it, even if you lose some money, I think it's probably a, a, a cost that, that you, you you'll probably think it's fair for the knowledge that you got. At this hackathon, we're building uh, an app that's a social game to play with friends. So basically you can create groups of friends and then play many games on top of it. And we have two, two modes, two types of games. Yeah. We have the uh, regen mode, like we, we call it. So games that are for mainly for like long-term growth, to, to, for us to push us to be better. And where a group of people set, set, uh, set a goal, they all put the same amount of money in. And if you achieve your goal after 30 days, if you don't achieve your goal, you lose your money and then the people that achieve it get that money back. And during those 30 days, also the money is generating yield, so you get, so it's a positive sum game. But there's also the B-Gen mode of the app, where it's just more um, other types of money games. For example, the, the game that we're implementing is basically you and your money put money in, and then you only need to press a button. The thing is that the person, one person will win the entire money and will be the, for example, it's, if it's five of us, the yeah. third, third person to press the button wins. Ah, okay. But you don't know when other people will press it. The game lasts seven days and um, you don't know when your friends are going to press it. Do they press early and then you should press early as well before they get to number three? Or Yes, or will they leave it to the last day and if you press it too early, you're going to be you're going to lose also. So different kinds of games of socializing with friends with um, money aspect to it to make it more interesting. Yeah. You know, we are here because of the Takeoff project. Can you share more about uh, what is Takeoff and uh, what's the future vision of this program? So Takeoff is a scholarship to bring uh, builders to their to hackathons, to their first hackathon. 
and uh, because we know the power that and the impact that hackathons can have on people to not only get them more knowledge but mostly to where they can meet like-minded people and and meeting those people is usually unlocks kind of new products new startups people changing careers people changing countries so it, it can be a very impactful week in one person's life and the scholarship is all about giving that opportunity to people that normally wouldn't have it and and yeah happy to be in doing the 10th edition and hopefully there'll be more to come Great.